0: Ram rolls hello 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 welcome back to moving by god's grace officially welcome back to our first episode of season four of moving by god's grace we are officially back as we speak this is our first episode of season four and as i've promised This year, we are going to be more consistent. We're just going to make sure that at least we are not missing out on anything. And we will be bringing you episodes every Monday, exactly at 6 a.m now here's the thing i'm so excited for what god is going to do through this podcast and what god is going to do in your life i'm so excited for the word i'm excited for the guests that the guests that will be coming on this podcast we have a fire lineup people that you would learn from people that will share their personal stories and personal experiences in life and faith and their belief and all of that so I'm very excited. So officially welcome back and I just want to talk about what you would expect, what would what you would get from this podcast. I apologize. Firstly, we have an episode every Monday at 6 a.m. So that's already intact and it's a fire episode the first season the whole of season four i will be recording all the podcast episodes but from season two we will be getting special guests on the podcast also one more thing if you haven't visited our social media page which is basically instagram please go there we now have the official merchandise of moving by god's grace under the podcast the first we have two types of merchandise one is romans 12 2 and the other one is azaria whom god helps the word azaria is the god that god has given me regarding my uh, my life this year And it's actually a Greek name of Abednego in Daniel 1 before his name became Abednego. His name was Azaria. And what Azaria means, it says whom God helps. So that was one of the, it's the word that God has given me as I was praying for this year. And I'm just excited that I get to share with you guys the vision. And obviously, hopefully it's uh it's it, there we have beautiful colors i don't I don't think I'll do justice if I just say it on the podcast. I feel like you should really check out our Instagram page so that you just see what I'm talking about. The shirts are one hundred and eighty five Namibian dollars, excluding um transport or delivery cost so Please don't go on there. They are selling out fast. We don't have a lot of them. And it's exclusive colors that you don't just get from anyway. So I'm really excited. Uh, Another thing that we'll be doing on the podcast is that we'll be going live on our Instagram page on the 1st of every month. Starting on the 1st of April, we'll be doing an Instagram live with a guest, a special guest. Uh, Hopefully, I'll be able to get some of this, get some of them. I believe I can get them on the podcast, but I'm also just hoping for the best. And also, we have heard your cry. Our episodes will be a little bit just longer so that you are able to listen on your way to work. Maybe you are busy taking a shower or you are busy making breakfast and then at least we have so much to listen on. And I hope that I'll be able to do justice, but not me really. But I hope I'll be able to be obedient enough and just decrease so that whatever God is trying to establish and communicate to the listeners go through without me trying to rely on my own understanding. Or anything like that. Also, I apologize in this episode. I sound a little bit just techie. And that is because I am battling a flu and a cough that is just approaching. But that can't stop us. One thing about me is that I will do the Lord's work. regardless of whether I feel like it or not. And also, don't worry. I'm taking care of myself. So, before we get into the podcast. I'm sure you saw the title by now. But before we get into the podcast... Let us first pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your beautiful year. Lord, we thank you that you have allowed us again to use this platform for your glory and your goodness and to advance your kingdom. We thank you, Father, that Lord you will use me as a vessel to communicate to your people. Lord, I pray for humility upon myself that as you try to establish whatever it is that you want through this podcast, I'll be humble enough to decrease so that your spirit may increase. Because when your spirit increases, then everything else will be increasing. Lord, I know this is not by my own strength, but by your Holy Spirit. Therefore, I pray, God, let your spirit move into people's hearts. Lord, I pray that every person that listens to this, Lord, they have a teachable spirit, they have an open heart, they are open to your teaching and they are open to your word in whatever it is that I'm going to speak today. I thank you, Lord, that I won't rely on my own understanding, but God, you'll grant me wisdom, you'll grant me insight and understanding so that I may not mislead people in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray, come and do whatever it is that you do best when you take over. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray amen and amen and amen i'm sorry if there are little movements i'm sitting on a chair because i'm trying to record this podcast during the night and also i might be taking water breaks here and there so excuse me and i apologize for that i hope it won't be destructive to you and let's just get started okay so episode one Season 4. The topic is your purpose won't look perfect. And this is a topic basically where one day, uh, I think I had a conversation with somebody and they're like, yo, Dambe, how you operate in your purpose and all of that. And from the outside on other people's perspective, I've gotten to understand because I asked myself, why is this person thinking that? you know i have i have everything under control and everything is like perfect and all of that but to me that is walking within purpose i don't see that and then i started questioning is purpose supposed to be perfect or is it even purpose is it even perfect but most importantly what is purpose in simple terms when we speak about purpose really we are speaking about that main um That main reason why something was created. In this instance, obviously, I'm speaking about a person. So by definition of purpose in relation relation to a person, then I'm speaking about the reason why a particular person was created by God. So the question in trying to determine what purpose is, is the question of why were you created or what were you created for? And where do we get purpose? We get purpose from God. So let's establish all of that. That obviously everybody everybody is created for purpose. That is common knowledge. But what I wanna get into is one to free us firstly from the shackles of trying to live a perfect purpose filled life, because when you try and be a perfect person already with an imperfect nature, you bind yourself to trying to be perfect and the only perfect one was jesus christ and his God. so what am i speaking about i'm trying to let you know that purpose is not perfect and it won't look perfect from your perspective obviously from god's perspective right because god has pre-designed everything already purpose is perfect but because that purpose is to be established through us who are of an imperfect nature then unfortunately that purpose in from our perspective as human beings won't be perfect. I want us to touch on the story of, I think there are two very like stories that are quite intriguing for me when I was trying to see their purpose and all of that. The first story we'll look at is Paul The story of Paul that persecuted Christians and killed Christians. And while Paul thought that his biggest purpose was really, you know, killing Christians. For him, he thought that was his thing. Persecuting and killing Christians. What he didn't know the entire time is that his true purpose was to proclaim the name of Christ to the Gentiles and to the people of Israel. And I'm just thinking like imagine Saul before he became Paul this is the guy who is killing Christians right and he thought for him that's his thing that like that's what I'm about I'm gonna kill you guys and make sure that this gospel is not preached and later on on your way to Damascus and that part of Peter we we read that part not the part of Peter I'm sorry that story of Saul the conversion of Saul to Paul is a story we read in Acts chapter 9 right where it says that i'll just read verse one it says meanwhile saul was uttering threats with every breath and was eager to kill the lord's followers so he went to the high priest he requested letters addressed to the synagogues in damascus asking for their cooperation in the arrest of any followers of the way he found they he wanted to bring them both men and women back to jerusalem in chains like this guy was convinced like I'm one person that is going to make sure that the Christians are killed. It says as he was approaching Damascus on this mission, a light from heaven suddenly shone down around him. He fell to the ground and heard the voice saying to him, soul, soul, why are you persecuting me? And then he says, Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I think for me, the funny part is the fact that Saul was able to recognize authority right there and then. Even though this is the guy that killed Christian Christians it's quite intriguing for me and then the voice replied I'm Jesus the one you are persecuting now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do in other terms or some people probably when they look like they look at this part of the scripture it looks like at this moment soul was going through convention from being Saul to becoming peter and how did that happen this call by jesus christ this call by god this instruction is what sort of initiated him and processed him into his purpose so what am i speaking about i'm talking about the fact that Purpose won't always look perfect. I'm sure Saul never expected to be one of the great people that would, would even end up being the apostle that would write letters to the church. But that was his God-ordained purpose. But the life he lived before that is a different story. For me, it's quite intriguing because I'm thinking about your what was going on in Saul's mind. The fact that one day, You are persecuting and killing Christians. The next day, you are proclaiming the name of Jesus and even got persecuted and punished and chained and jailed for it. And my thing is just that, you know, like from the school, I'm really getting the fact that from our perspective, purpose is not going to look perfect. And the reason why I believe purpose is not going to look perfect, it's because there is a process that needs to take place before we step into our purpose. And there is something that I was actually like, um, thinking about as I thought about this. And it's the fact that, you know, as Paul was doing all of these things, um, killing Christians and all of that it was a procession time for him but for us we wouldn't really view it that way in fact I don't think you would as well like view it that way that okay fine I'm going through a process because I'm called to be an apostle or my purpose is to be an apostle that will proclaim the name of Jesus and like preach the name of Jesus to the Gentiles and to the nation of Israel sorry so What I get from this story, right, is the sort of imperfect nature of purpose to the naked eyes of the purpose-filled person. What am I saying? It's the fact that it's not going to look perfect. And that is why I'm saying today, I want to free us from the shackles of chasing perfection in purpose. Why? There is a room for procession, and the room for procession and the room for preparation in purpose is a room that is not perfect. It's a room because of our imperfect nature, it's continuously being worked on. It's a room where everything is not figured out. So stop trying to establish every step. Stop trying to. think that no by now i should have figured this thing out it's not your job to figure this thing out the second part that i would like to look at is the story of moses in the bible Quite intriguing as well the story of moses being the person that fled egypt because he killed an Israelite, not as, because he killed an Egyptian, but being the person that God calls to come and free the Israelites from the Egyptian people. Like there was his ultimate purpose was to let the Israelites out of Egypt. But before that, he had killed the same people that raised him up. He had killed the same people that take, took care of him. And that for me, I'm just like, there was no perfection in that. There was no perfection in the story of Saul. There was no perfection in the story of Moses. So stop trying to search for perfection in your own story. Because why? God will establish his purpose in you. And as a result, with purpose, there is room to learn. There is room to be corrected. There is room to continuously grow. And that room for growth is an imperfect room. But I also wanted to highlight some things. If there was perfection in purpose, there would be no need for us to exercise faith. That is one thing I've gotten to learn. Because if everything was perfect, if God handed me the full plan of what he's trying to establish in my life, there will be no need for me to rely on him right? There will be no need for me to lean on him. Why? Because I have the perfect planner already. And I believe there is also the reason why God doesn't give us the blueprint of everything. Why? Because we continuously need to seek his guidance. And the times of imperfection, the times of failing and falling and stumbling, those are the times in which our character for the purpose that God has ultimately created us for is being built. Character is not developed in perfection. Character is developed in imperfection. And the earlier we learn that, the earlier we we accept that as people that have been created in God, the earlier we learn that it's not our job to become perfect. Why? Because we serve the perfect one and because the perfect one is the one that gives us purpose. And that is enough. So what am I trying to tell you this morning? stop chasing perfection in purpose it's not your job to do that the moment you think you are perfect at everything the moment you think you have gotten it all that is when you stop relying on God There no need for there to be room for imperfection because God will develop your character because God will give you revelation because you will seek God for wisdom and understanding and insight because your discernment will operate in that room. But if everything is perfect, then you wouldn't need to go to God. Then you wouldn't need God to give you wisdom. Why? Because you become a know-it-all. So firstly, stop trying to be perfect. God didn't call you to be perfect. Some of us are ashamed of our stories. We are ashamed of our past and all of that. Imagine if Moses clinged on his past so much that he he ended up being disobedient and not going back to Egypt so that he can lead the Israelites out of Egypt when he has been called by God to do that, when that was part of his purpose. Imagine if Saul clinked on his past and what he has done against God and how much he has done against believer and ruled himself out because of his path past when God has called him to be an apostle. That means we wouldn't have the letters to the churches. That means we wouldn't have the most part of the New Testament. We wouldn't have the most part that we are now studying of the word. But what did he do? Even in his imperfect nature, he still carried out his purpose. So what does that lead us to and what does that teach us? That purpose can still be established within our imperfect nature because God is not calling us to perfection at all. Through these stories, we could see never in the Bible did God call the perfect people. And there is a saying that says, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And who are the calls that he qualifies? People that are not afraid of being called by God. People that are yielded to God. People that are open and receptive. God is not looking for a perfect person. My sister, my brother, God is not waiting for you to get your Scenario. God is not waiting for you to have everything figured out. God wants to use you right now wherever you are with what you have and wherever you are positioned. So be open to whatever God is calling you to do. Because God, whatever he calls you to do, he will establish you in that place. You just need to say, here I am God, send me. Here I am God, I'm ready. And you don't need to say, I oh, know God, I don't think I'm perfect. He didn't call you to be perfect. Moses was not perfect. When Moses was called, he has killed that Egyptian guy. When Saul was, when Paul was called from, from being Saul to becoming Paul, he, were, he persecuted and killed Christians. There was nothing perfect about that, especially if we are trying to look at the character of somebody that must become an apostle. If it was probably in today's world, we would rule soul out as the the type of people that can be called and be used by God. But what does that show us? That God is not afraid of calling those that are disqualified through their activities in this world. And that may be you and me. And so today, I want you to free yourself from the shackles of trying to be a free of trying to be a, a perfect person. I see, especially us as believers, we have this tendency where we want to appear like you are you are you are the holy of holies. And I'm not saying you are not holy. Don't get me wrong, but don't try to pretend you are when you are not, because God cannot use that version that you are pretending to be. God wants to use the real you there's also something that i believe and especially those of us that have gone through trials and tribulations don't try to speed through that process of your trials and tribulations there is something that i believe as well and especially when you have gone through things in life and maybe your past is not the most exciting thing to look at but listen here the room of suffering may have the door that leads to purpose sometimes. Some of us had to go through things so that God may show us our purpose. So that God may lead us to our purpose. Nothing came perfect. When God called me to start doing certain things, I wasn't perfect by then. I didn't have things figured out. In fact, right now as we speak, I don't have things figured out. I don't have things figured out. And I'm not chasing to have things figured out. In fact, I'm not chasing perfection. But there were times where I wanted to be the perfect Christian. I I thought like, God, if I could be the most perfect person, God, you would use me. But what I found myself doing is pretending to be a version of myself that God was unable to use. And that is what I want to free you from so i wanted to share a few pointers right that i think i have learned as much as i have lived and just try to expound on them maybe you will grab something from it and i'm not saying i mean no way absolutely no way said i have purpose figured out no i don't have it figured out firstly i want to tell you just because you have purpose or you know what your purpose is doesn't mean it will be perfect why because of your imperfect nature stop believing that because god has revealed it to you you would always carry it out perfectly why we have an imperfect nature in us we have a nature in us that always wants to be disobedient and sometimes late obedience may get us to a place where we don't carry out our purpose the way we're supposed to be a perfect purpose is a purpose with no blemish And that does not exist. Because it's in those moments when those blemishes are existed that purpose is further established. And our purpose is expanded and grown by God. (coughs) I'm so sorry. So please, just because you have purpose and just because God has given you a vision doesn't mean it will be perfect there are moments of stumbling stumbling. there are moments of falling there are moments of rising there are moments of being in the mountain valley each and every purpose has its procession stage each and every purpose has its transition stage it doesn't just come out and through the transition stage you meet the challenges because those challenges will help you navigate when you fully walk in purpose purpose is not going to be without challenges you know that is why, in as much as God has called us to a life of abundance, there are also trials and tribulations that may come upon us. And just because, and that is also what I want to speak on. Because sometimes I think as believers, we think, no, I can't face challenges because I'm a child of God. No, in fact, you will face challenges just because being a child of God is a threat to the kingdom of darkness. And it establishes character. And now when you belong. When you belong to the kingdom of God, you are a threat to the kingdom of the darkness. So he will continuously uh, continuously try, to ta- try and take you out always. Obviously, there will be challenges. So just because you have been called to purpose doesn't mean there will be no challenges. Secondly, I want you to know that you won't always figure it out. In fact, you don't need to figure it out because God has already had it figured out. What does that mean? lean on God who has it all figured out because you won't figure it out. I always say the moment you reach a stage where you have figured everything out about your purpose, that means it's the moment you stop being faithful and being a person that is moving in faith because moving in faith is moving and completely being relying, or reliant on God without knowing what will happen next. But when you have it all figured out, that means you know every step of the way. And that means most of the times you won't need any direction, any leaning on God. So you won't always have it figured out, even though you have your purpose that is plenty laid out to you. For example, God has called you to be an international speaker. You have never spoken on a regional platform, on an African platform. And you don't even know how will I get to international without first starting in Namibia. Just do with purpose, just do. And rely on God. Pray about it. Rely on the Holy Spirit. Listen to the tagging of the Holy Spirit when he tags you to do things. And do that. Three, free yourself from the shackle of knowing what you are doing. Always. Free yourself from, from yourself from that shackle, please. Where you always want to know what you're doing. No, some of us even try to beg God. God, if you just show me, confirm, confirm. God has already confirmed to you your purpose. What you want now is God to give you the whole plan. And it doesn't operate like that. Because if he gives you all the plan, the whole plan, you won't need God. And purpose requires you to need God. You need God in purpose. Four, you need faith even when you have a revelation of your purpose. Because your purpose is not from you. You need a lot of faith. Excuse me. You need a whole lot of faith. Like, no, you need a whole lot of faith. You need a whole lot of faith. Because it's like, because of the fact that that purpose is not from you and it's from God. The only one that knows how to go about it is is God. And as a result, you need to to trust God with everything in you if you want to walk in purpose. You will have to trust God. It says it can't be perfect because it's established through an imperfect person. I spoke about that already. It cannot be perfect because you are not perfect and I am not perfect. So expecting it to be perfect just because it's from God, it doesn't operate that way. And just because people carry their purpose well doesn't mean it's easy. Purpose is not easy to carry. And sometimes we look at people and we're like, yo, he's doing so great and she's doing so great. Yo, she's really working in her purpose and all of that. I wish that was me. Don't wish that was you just because people carry their purpose so well. Because you don't know what it takes from them for you to see a finished product of what happens behind closed doors. What you see is a tip of somebody's purpose. It's not the full picture. There is always a cost attached to it. There is always a sacrifice that is attached to it that you don't get to see. When you see people on social media and they are working in their purpose, it's not easy. There are sleepless nights. There are nights of crying on the floor. There are nights of sending out quotations. There are nights of selling yourself and pitching yourself to people. There are nights of you fasting and praying and crying out to God because you're like, God, you reach a point where you're like, God, I don't know what I'm doing. The truth is I don't know what I'm doing, but I trust you. And it's moments like there are moments of desperation where you are like, God, until you give me a word, until you give me a, a green light, I'm not going to move out of your presence. And those are not things that you see. You get to see a finished product of somebody's purpose and you're like, your life is so easy for them. No, it's not easy. They just learned how to carry their purpose with grace. And that doesn't mean it's easy. And so I also wanted to add another thing. Stop hoping you had other people's purpose. Because like, no, I wish I was like, hey, no, my prayer to people is always that. Please don't wish you were like me. Don't wish you were like somebody else. Always pray you become more of who God has called you to be. Because that is who you you are called to be don't wish to be somebody else don't wish to be to walk in the purpose of another person wish and pray to walk in the purpose that God has created you for you don't know what that person has to walk through and go through for you to see that product of their purpose or that part of their purpose it says if there was perfection in purpose there will be no need for faith because I said that already. You won't need faith to feed it was perfect. Because you just know I move from point A to from point B, point C, point, to point D. If God has given you a blueprint of everything you're supposed to do, you won't need him. And then we'll become, you know, just people that are arrogant and feel like, you know, I have the power, I have the ability, I have the knowledge, I have the skill. It's me, I have worked hard and all of this. And it will take away the aspect of humility and being used by God and being obedient by to God and being broken by God so that you can be used by God and be mended by God and be humbled by God. And that is very much necessary, especially in the procession stage. It's things that you go through. Because when purpose is being established through you, there's a lot of brokenness. You know, Paul says, I die daily. The reason why Paul had to die daily is so that the Holy Spirit and the Spirit of God can establish whatever it is that God has called him to be. Because if God doesn't establish what God has called him to be, then he will do whatever he felt like he wanted to do. And Paul knew a life of being purpose-filled, a life of being purpose-driven, a life of living in the will of God means that I will have to die to my flesh. That means that I will have to move out of the way so that God can get in and establish through him whatever he has called him to be. And what we see through Paul in that, is the fact that he understood he is a vessel. And when you are a vessel, you don't decide as a vessel how to be used. The owner of the vessel decides how you should be used. And that is why there is a need for you to be a vessel. In purpose, you are a vessel. That's why you need faith. And that's why you need God. And I just wanted to add in purpose you are a person as a result you stay yielded and you stand yielded in such a position that any time and every time you always decrease so that whatever god is trying to establish through you may increase because if god cannot use you for what he has created you for then it's fine just live the way you want and it requires a lot of obedience requires a lot of sacrifice and it requires a lot of discipline as well. Most of us want to be called, but we don't want to sacrifice anything for that calling. You don't want to sacrifice your time. You don't want to submit to anybody. You don't want to submit to authority, but you want to be called. Most of us want to be called to bigger platforms because apparently our purpose is there. But we can't even be obedient enough in the smaller callings that God has already established us at. I always said, you can't expect for your calling to rise higher if you are already not obedient in the small calling that God has called you to be. As an employee, you already couldn't be used by God. You are not yielded enough. You are not humble enough for the Holy Spirit to lead you, for the Holy Spirit to teach you. Yet you want to speak to the nations. Yet you want a bigger platform. And God is like, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. I'm not going to give you a big platform. I'm not going to establish and expand your, your purpose because At this moment, at at this level where your purpose is, you are already not being uh, obedient. You are already not being a good steward with the little purpose I have given you. Now you are praying for me to expand your purpose, but you yourself, you are not working toward that expansion. You are not showing me that should I move you from this small scale of purpose to this big scale of, of purpose, you will be able to steward that purpose in the way that I have called you to be and in the way that will expand my kingdom, and bring glory to my name but you want to be called and we are all called there is no big purpose there is no small purpose purpose sorry but there are steps to purpose there is expansion in purpose and my friend i would like to let you know but that until you become obedient and disciplined enough to obey god and accept the calling upon your life In the primary stages of your purpose, don't accept to reach the tertiary stage without putting in the work. Purpose requires you to put in the work. Hours of prayer, hours of fasting, hours of being in the presence of God, it doesn't come easy. Purpose doesn't come easy and that's why it's not perfect. You will fail, you will stumble, you will fall, you will rise, you will cry, you will everything will happen but stay in that very position that God needs you to be so that he can establish his will and his purpose through you one more thing the purpose has uncertainty in it because it requires full dependency on God and that is why it's imperfect in your eyesight that is why it's imperfect in my eyesight and that is why sometimes you find that, your God, I'm so confused. God, you have called me to be a manager, but right now I'm a cleaner. And God is like, listen, you are in the preparation stage of you to fully walk into your purpose. And just because I've called you to be a a, a manager doesn't mean that the step of you becoming a cleaner or that moment of you being a cleaner doesn't mean it's not part of your purpose. The purpose has stages of growth. So you be faithful in that stage, that primary stage of your purpose before you try to jump to the higher part of your, your purpose. Some of us want the perfect picture. I want my purpose to look perfect. I want people when they look at me on social media, they see a a, a, a perfect picture. And God is like, no, 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 no. no. There's no perfect picture. You are my vessel and you break. And I mend you and you break again. And I mend you and I decided this time I will use you this way. And what I wanted to add, and especially most uh, when you're a fresh believer, really, uh, these are not things. But especially for our, those of us that have been here for a minute. We start thinking, just because I've been a believer for seven years, then that means my purpose should be fully established and everything must be clear. Ah, 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 No, sis. God is not going to give you a full puzzle. No, sir. It doesn't operate that way. It's not going to look perfect in your eyes. But what I want you to tell, to tell you that, is that please be obedient. The journey of fully walking into your purpose is one of uncovering with God through faith. You uncover different things. And some things you would like, some things you will uncover the right way, some things you will uncover the wrong way. But one thing for sure is that you are walking in purpose. And how do you know that you are walking in purpose when God leads you? And how does God lead you when you are fully dependent on God? I hope. And my biggest prayer through this episode. Is that in your moments of being soul. You remember the calling is still to be Peter. I mean to be uh, Paul. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm calling him Peter. Your calling is still to be Paul. I hope. That even in your mess ups. You still have a purpose. You remember that you still have a purpose. And you are called by God. I pray. I pray that you don't disqualify yourself from your purpose because it doesn't look perfect I pray that through your procession stage through that per- process of being refined by God through that purpose of being of, I mean through that process of God you know pruning your character and developing you you still understand and it still remains you remains in you and in your mind that you are working in purpose and i pray that you never measure purpose according to achievements that men praise you for i think that is also one of the things that we get wrong we think because your purpose is not screaming look at me because your purpose is not accolades that everyone can see then you are not walking in purpose and I pray that the next time you look at someone who seems to have a perfect purpose, you remember there is a lot you don't know about their journey. And there is a lot they have sacrificed that you don't know about. And in between that, before they got to that, there was the ugly, the beautiful, the bitter, the crying, the kicking, but all in all, they walked in purpose. And I pray you'll be obedient enough. And I pray you will afford yourself enough grace. And free yourself from the shackles of trying to be a person who is perfect in purpose. Because you carry an imperfect nature. But through the Holy Spirit and its guidance, God will work with you. And in as much as it looks imperfect, in the eyes of God, it's very much perfect. But stop trying to perfect it in your own ways. With that being said, thank you very much for listening. Welcome back. I hope you have taken something. At no point am I a pastor, I'm not a theology uh, student, I'm not a uh, I'm not a seminary teacher, I'm nothing like that. I just share what is on my heart and based on at least the word of God and I hope you have taken something from this episode. Please share with me what was the highlight of this episode, what have you learned from it and I will see you next week, Monday, same time, same place. With that, please stay blessed and happy Monday. And welcome back once again. Please share the episode with another person that may be able to get something. Your colleagues, your family, your friends, your loved ones. And bye. Thank you very much.